0: You are listening to a New season Church audio sermon. Prepare your heart to hear a Word from God. Well, this morning I'm going to be carrying on with our series Lionheart. And in this time, God is calling us to be brave. God is calling us to be courageous. God is calling us to be Lionhearted. This is not the time for us to sit back, to shrink back in fear. But it's the time for us to stand up in who we are and whose we are and face what we are facing with courage and bravery. And last week we looked at how we are to be anxious for nothing. Then Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, instructs us to be anxious for nothing. He says the way you do this is by, in all situations, in every single circumstance, you go to God, you pray, you make your definite requests known to Him. And when you do that... The peace of God, this peace that surpasses all understanding, floods your hearts and actually guards your heart and your mind. Because there are so many things in the world that are trying to cause anxiety on the inside of us. The words that we speak, the voices that we hear and the expectations that we have, all of these things can be sources of anxiety. But if we go to God as a first response and not as a last resort, we are able to tap into this peace of God and really live a life where we can be concerned, but we don't need to be needlessly anxious. And we need to understand that we don't make a difference in the world around us by epic feats of faith, but rather it is through long-term faithfulness and consistent courage. And so how do we develop this heroic faith? How do we develop this faith that overcomes the world? I believe that it starts with our mind. And so this morning, I'm going to be focusing on guarding our minds. You see, we need to get develop a habit of thinking on those things that are from God in order to develop that heroic faith. Philippians 4 verse 8 to 9 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me these do and the God of peace will be with you and see once again we see Paul giving us an instruction he said that we are to think on those things or these things. It was not a suggestion, it was a command. And if it was an instruction, it means that we actually have a choice, that we don't have uh, something that is outside of our power to do. If He gave us an instruction, if He gave us a command to think on those things, then we actually have the power to do it. So that means that we have a choice on what we think on. That the things that we think on are not beyond our control. That actually we have a choice. We can make a decision as to what we allow to hold on to in our thought life. You see, we need to understand that we cannot have our minds in the gutter expect to live in the palace. And so Paul tells us that there is a standard, there is a measure by which we need to measure every single thought and decide whether that is something that we are to dwell on, if that is something that we are to meditate on, if those are thoughts that we are to hold on to. We need to understand that fear and faith are both products of focus. If we focus on what the world is offering, we will produce fear and anxiety. If we focus on what God is saying, we will produce peace and faith. And so Paul, in this passage, is instructing us to think on very specific things. And he gives us a standard. He gives us a list he said if he says if if these things are characteristics of what you are thinking on then think on those things otherwise don't think on them he says your thoughts need to be just they need to be praiseworthy they need to be a good report they need to have virtue they need to be holy they need to be pure they need to be praiseworthy this is the standard this is the measure by which you need to use to decide whether the things that you're thinking on Are things that you should be holding on to? Are those thoughts things that you should be meditating on? So let me ask you a question. The things that you're thinking on right now, the thoughts that are occupying your mind in the season, how do they line up? How do they measure up against this list? Are they full of praise? Are they full of good reports? Are they full of uh, virtue? Or they full of complaining and fear and bad reports? What are you thinking on? See, we've, when we focus on the wrong things, fear is produced. When we focus on the right things, faith is produced. Unfocused minds welcome fear and weaken faith. In the Garden of Eden, Adam was told by God that he could eat as much as he wanted of any tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And things would have been much different if Adam and Eve had focused on not so much of what they could not eat, but on what they could eat. And in the same way, we should focus less on not thinking on the wrong thoughts and focus far more on thinking the thoughts that are of God. A lack of faith is a sign of broken focus. Our faith will rise when we concentrate on the goodness of God. Second Corinthians 10, 3-5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. This verse is telling us that there are Weapons that we have. We have divine weapons to break down every stronghold, everything that, every argument that is trying to be placed above the knowledge of God or be placed above the intimacy with God, be placed above the thoughts of God. We have the power to break these things down with divine weapons. And this verse even tells us to make sure that we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. What does that mean? That we are to hold on to thoughts and make sure that our thoughts align with the Word of God. Then whenever there is a thought that is misaligned, that we are to capture it. We are to make sure that our thoughts are under the obedience, under the under the, the submission and the authority of Christ. So often when God tells us to do something, we'll have thoughts that are telling us why we shouldn't do that. These are arguments often presented as facts. And we need to differentiate between facts and truth. Although something might be a fact, it does not make it true. You see, although it was fact that Jesus was buried in the tomb, it was truth that He was raised three days later. Some thoughts come from God and some thoughts come from the enemy. We need to learn how to hold the thoughts that are from God, that are pure, that are holy, that are virtue, that are excellent. We need to hold on to those thoughts and we need to learn how to take the thoughts that are not of God and make them submissive and capture them and bring them into alignment with the word of God. You see, God is continually encouraging us, but we get discouraged because we haven't learned to hold the good thought. We can't always control the thoughts we have, but we can control the thoughts we hold. So how do we control the thoughts we hold? We interrupt them. So often we are taught to let thoughts go. The problem is this just is not effective. You see, we will think things, and we need to understand that we need to line up our thoughts with the Word of God. And you can't fight thoughts with thoughts. And so firstly, we need to know the Word of God. We need to know what the Word says about our lives. We need to know what the Word says about our situations. We need to understand what the Word uh, says about who we are. And so when we know the word, we can understand what the standard for our thought life is or what the standard for our lives is. And so when we are thinking on things, we need to be conscious of what we're thinking on. We need to interrupt our thoughts. We need to interrogate our thoughts. We need to see whether our thoughts line up with the word of God. And when they do, then we can obviously meditate on those things and we can continue thinking on those things. But when the word, when the, when our thoughts don't line up with the word of God, we can't just say, I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to think about that. Why? Because fear and faith are products of focus. So if we are constantly focusing on the wrong things, it's going to produce fear in our lives, even though we don't want to think on those things and so what we need to do is we need to interrupt our thoughts we need to check those thoughts and then when they don't line up with the word of god we need to interrupt them and it's not a mind power trick it's not a, a, a will thing it's not a willpower thing it's something that we need to do very practically and i want to give you an example i'm going to do an exercise with you not right now where you're sitting in a moment i'm going to ask you to start counting from zero upwards in your mind, don't say anything just in in your mind. You're going to count one, two, three, and you're going to carry on counting. And at a certain point, I'm going to ask you to speak out aloud your name. So while you're counting in your head, one, two, three, in your mind, don't say it. Then at a certain point, in a moment, I'm going to then ask you while you're counting in your mind, I'm going to ask you to say your name out aloud. Okay. Are you ready? Those of you that are watching, start counting in your mind. Now say your name, Boyan. Let me ask you a question now. What happened to your counting when you said your name? When you said your name, your counting, your thought pattern, what happened? It stopped. It got interrupted. And that is what we need to do with our thought life so the moment that i am conscious of the fact that i'm thinking on the wrong things thinking on things that are not in in alignment with the word of god i don't go in my head stop thinking about that no i interrupt that thought and i speak the word of god the thing that is true over my thought life so if i'm constantly anxious about my uh, about scarcity about not having enough i'm not just going to in my mind say stop thinking about not having enough stop thinking about not having enough because what am i doing i'm putting the focus on not having enough what i need to do is interrupt that thought and change the focus and speak the word that is actually true and contrary to that thought so if i'm constantly thinking about scarcity what i need to do then is this no i know that the word of god says that god will supply all of my needs according to riches in christ jesus you see i need to know the word so that i can speak the word so that i can bring my thoughts into alignment with the word of god and this is so important because oftentimes the things the thoughts that are creating anxiety over us are a good indication to what we've been called to So if you are a person that's always afraid of embarrassment, it could be an indication that you're called to impact lives on a great scale. If you're someone that is constantly anxious about scarcity, but not having enough, it could be an indication that you're called to high levels of generosity. You see, we need to make sure that our focus is on the Word of God. We need to make sure that our focus is on the promises of God. And that requires us to know the Word of God. You see, if we don't know the Word of God, we'll never know whether the things we're thinking on actually line up with what, what God says. And so we need to be, be diligent with interrogating and, and interrupting our thoughts. We must be diligent with interrupting and interrogating our thoughts and then holding on to the thoughts that are lined up with the Word of God and those that are not lined up with the Word of God, bring it into alignment and bring it under submission of, of, of Jesus Christ. Joshua 1.8-9 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In this scripture, Joshua is about to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And God tells them to be strong and courageous. He tells them to go, to be strong, to be courageous, and to meditate on His Word day and night. And this word meditate doesn't mean to sit in an empty room with your legs crossed and hum. No, the word meditate simply means to focus. It means to dwell on. It means to sit on. It means to find your support on that thing. And so God instructs Israel to focus on His word day and night. You see, often uh, we need to understand that courage takes strength. But oftentimes we don't have courage because we don't have strength, because we're exhausted. And we're not exhausted because we're tired. We're exhausted because what we think on takes energy. And that is why we need focused thoughts. Because every thought either pays or costs And the currency is our energy. You see, you feel exhausted because you've been thinking on, you've been focusing on, you've been dwelling on the wrong things. Because fear and faith are both products of focus. And so when we focus on the things that are not according to the Word of God, what is produced? Fear. And that is energy. And that expels. And that causes us to be exhausted. But if we focus on the right things, what does that produce? That produces faith. And faith pays and that faith makes us energized. It makes us enthused. It makes us live with hope. It makes us have drive we, because we are faith filled pe- people and we're moving towards something. We need to meditate on the right things. So often we meditate on our misery. We meditate on what is not going right. We meditate on even what could possibly go wrong. Instead, we need to meditate on the victory that we have in Christ. We need to focus. We need to dwell on the victory that we have in Christ. Interesting, if you look at that scripture, it says, Meditate on my word day and night, and then you will make your way prosperous. It doesn't say, then God will make your way prosperous. You see, often we think that we need to meditate on the things of God so that we can make God happy. And then when God is happy, then God will do one, two, three, four for us. But the word doesn't say that. It says, meditate on my word, meditate on what I say, meditate on what is my standard, focus on my word. Day and night, and then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Not God will make your way prosperous. Not you, then, then God will make you have good success. No, the byproduct of focusing on the word of God and what God says about us is that it will, we will then make our way prosperous. We will then have success. And he says, and be courageous. Be brave do not be dismayed because i am with you everywhere you go you see when you focus your thing your 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 mind on the thoughts of god when you focus your mind on what the word says you have faith that's built up because you know that god is with you wherever you go all of god's promises are available to us we just need to hold on to them We need to hold our thoughts. We need to meditate on the promises of God. We need to put our focus on the promise of God. And even as I'm saying this, even as I'm speaking these words over your life, I know that your faith is rising up. I know that hope is rising up. I know that you are energized. Why? Because faith produces an enthusiasm by the Holy Ghost on the inside of you the word says that you will be strengthened on inner man there's an inner man on the inside of the spirit man the spirit of god that dwells in your in your body that causes you to to walk with fear with faith that causes you to walk with bravery that causes you to walk with courage that you can look at a situation you can look look at goliath and say who is this uncircumcised philistine that's that is uh, attempting to come against the armies of God you can look at your challenge you can look at the Goliath in your life and say who are you to come against the armies of God your head is coming down that is a product of focus and this morning I want to encourage you to put your focus on God lift your eyes up unto the hills from where your help comes from Lift your eyes up to God. Focus on the word of God. Know the word of God and focus on the word of God. Be diligent with what you're thinking on. Don't just don't allow your mind to be a garbage can where just a bunch of trash is being thrown in there. And expect your life to 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 produce good things. Expect your life to produce things that are of a good aroma. It doesn't work like that. We have to be serious we have to be intentional and we have to be conscious about the things that we're allowing to 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 be to to be produced in our minds kenneth hagen said this and i close with this he can't stop the we can't stop the birds flying above our heads but we can stop them from making nests on our heads what does that mean it says you can't always control the thoughts that you think on but you can't control the thoughts that you hold. So I'm encouraging you in this week to build up your heroic faith, to build up your faith this week by focusing on the things of God, the Word of God, meditate on the Word of God, and then you shall make your way prosperous and you will have good success. We trust that this message has blessed you. We would like to invite you to worship with us every Sunday at 9 a.m. at our Yesteros campus.